Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days, episode 172 of Forever Exiled, a partially Path of Exile podcast. It's totally Path of Exile, though we did have um, someone from Discord join and wondering why there was so much Path of Exile talk in our lawn Discord. Yeah, it was a mistake. Which we made apologize. me laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't write your name down because I just thought of it now, but goodness me, that made me laugh out loud. I also yeah. want to give you a big hug and a kiss. Hope yeah. you're up for that. It's pretty funny. Uh, you know what? Lawn talk comes. We got to get to spring. We just got to get out of this. Uh... We're starting. We're starting. I'll let just uh, say I'll be coming when the lawn talk comes. That's for sure. Because mm -hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. It's coming. my first normal season in like two years. Just yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. It'll be back. Uh, big shout out this week to Sid Hearth. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon and supporting the podcast for everybody else. All of our patrons and people who donate, we really appreciate you. And uh, you help us do this every week. And then we get uh, to do After Dark, which is what you get with our Patreon. It's our podcast. After the podcast, just more talking, stuff and things. Make sure you put down your address if you want a card and a sticker. Because we mail them. Yeah, can't mail them to nothing. Can't. Nope. Mm -mm. So anyway, big shout out to everybody who supports the podcast. You're awesome. We appreciate your faces. And uh, we love you. And Protonster, who signed up last week, I uh, made a mistake in your card. My apologies. Still don't have any whiteout, so I you just got a yet. nice little gentle scratch. And so my apologies, but I was as careful as I could be. But anyway, sorry. I if I remember, Protonster. I'm going to draw a line at it and just write idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I remember. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's been a fun week in our Discord, too. We've had, um, it's just, I don't know, there's been so many helpful people, so many... New names that maybe aren't normally conversing, a part of a conversation, helping people in the build help section, build showcasing. There's just been so much discussion and it's been really cool. And maybe, I don't know, I guess a lot of that has to do with how well this league is sure. doing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's, it, I mean, I don't have the numbers, but it just seems like for the people that we're used to seeing that play in our community, all league round versus the people that, okay, you know what? I've had my share. See you in a bit just seems to be that much busier probably because the league's better but there's it's just been a really really good environment i guess it always is but it's it's nice to have so many people being so helpful thoughtful and throwing their opinions around in discord and we had a lot of a lot of new faces show up this week too so welcome everybody welcome 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 yeah discord's awesome speaking of new stuff 10 years ago just this week I forget what day it is now and what day this is coming out, but on the 23rd of January, it will have been 10 years since open beta on PC. Dun, 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 dun. Did you join like at, at, at open beta or no, April, like a few months so, in April? If it came out in January, a couple months in. So you were snoozing is what you were yeah. doing. I was playing. You're probably playing Call of Duty. Lame. I was playing Minecraft. And I think that's when the buddy of mine told me about it. Uh, yeah, because I think we, I, I want to say we started before Diablo three, but I can't remember, but yeah, I, yes, we did. We, we did. So anyway, it was April. So cool. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I was in the closed beta. So sorry. I was in April of 2012. I think that's what mine was, which was during the closed ah, beta. So. Okay. So you were before the open beta then. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just wow. 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 Big, wow, wow, big wow. deal. Big deal. Mm -hmm. That's right. Sorry, I'm just trying to write down your cough so I don't forget. I uh, coughed? Yeah. Yeah. You just leaned over to the side and coughed. Well, at least I leaned over to the so, side. Sometimes I forget them. So if you hear Tyler cough, just roll your eyes with me. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're all on the same page. Uh, reminder, if you haven't heard, our private league's coming out. It starts actually this coming Friday from when this comes out. So the 27th. What day is that, Justin? 27th good, good. of January. At least for us, it's the 27th of January. It could be the 28th for others, but. 27th of January at noon standard Pacific time, it'll start. This is ruthless, soft core, solo, self found. And we got prizes. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're curious, hop onto our Discord, check out the announcements channel, and get your butt in there because it's just going to be <laughs> awful. Just awful. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say, what did you say? Was it with BK? What do the cool kids say? It's, it's, it's hopping. It's, it's hopping. hopping. I thought you were going to say that, <laughs> that you came up with awful and 
You surprised me, Jess. You surprised uh, I me. I too. Yeah, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested in checking out Ruthless or playing in the private league, it'll be solo self-found, but it won't be hardcore this time. But yeah. we still will have an Uber legend given away for the highest level XP person. And then the legend. We're still going to give our normal stuff out, even though this is softcore, because it's Ruthless and that's almost on par with hardcore. So yeah, we'll yeah. see what it's like. But if you suck at the game, feel free to join. Like, I suck. I play all the oh, time. Yeah, we're going to be awful. My yeah, goal is actually four. Be, the goal is to loser. <laughs> Our goal is to suck together. And oh, I know what I was going to tell you guys last week. That sounded really bad, but <laughs> our goal is to be horrible together. There we go. Right. No innuendo there. No innuendo there. I was going to mention this. I don't remember if I was going to say this in After Dark, but I forgot to or in the main episode. But I had I had talked to Rishi about our private league. And mm -hmm. when I was talking to him about suggestions, he actually said, which is something I think I saw you mention in Discord, he said, go in blind. Don't overthink it. And just, I mean, he, his, his, um, his explanation of things is coming from an individual who knows far too much about the game and is way too good at understanding like how to just do stuff. Because he was, yeah, he said, uh, I'm trying to, I wonder if I can find it, but he basically said, um, Go in blind. It's supposed to offer a cohesive experience with no preparation. So we'll see. We'll see. He said, just be prepared because you're going to feel weaker and bosses are going to feel more epic. Be prepared. Right. And, well, right? except he's saying, don't, well, be prepared for that. Jeremy but don't Irons. be prepared for, you know, not too much preparation. So I'm doing that. I'm going to go in blind. I don't even know what class I'm going to start. Maybe we'll talk about it in After Dark, throw around some ideas. But I, uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be too. probably my lowest finish in a private league ever i think, can't wait i think it will be my lowest level so yeah if you want to get in on the lottery i don't think i'll be setting a, a very high bar for mine but you never know my goal is to beat justin oh come on don't be ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> how's your week man uh my week was really good we i've got uh another hey justin kid. i just cough oh i'm i'm writing it down <laughs> Uh, I have another kid sick at home. So my other daughter now has been home sick all week, which is annoying and, uh, trying to work through, uh, you know, dealing with her. So she, she actually got it much worse than her sister, which sucks. That's the problem with like COVID kids, you know, like she's five now she spent two years in a bubble. And mm -hmm. so now they're, you know, exposed to all this stuff. And so her immune system is much worse than it should have been. And so when she gets sick, she gets she gets sick yeah. so but dude these kids our kids they're gonna be freaking tanks in middle school man yeah once, <laughs> they, once they, they like catch up stop balls That's coming right. everywhere just walking through like yeah. bk was joking around about holding out i think it was the normal episode she's yeah, holding out her spritzer cans and mm -hmm. just like holding it out in front of her as she walks That's around it has been me all week when i walk through my house right now <laughs> i've got a lysol spray and i've used more hands because i can't i don't want to get sick like it just I, it takes me out so bad with regards to work so yeah, uh, it's it's been it's been a good week, though. I got back into the 3D printing because my son, Logan, wanted to do some projects for school. So he's doing some uh, Viking project for school. Okay, and so he made a ginormous axe. He designed it. He really? actually went in and 3D designed three different prints that we did. One was a boat with multiple parts. One was a helmet. And one was a shield and he actually designed it. The shield has an arrow sticking out of it and the helmet. He's cool. like added slashes into it where it was like in battle. And hmm. I was really impressed because I always just find stuff online and I'm like, oh, I'll just do this. He actually went yeah. in and, and fully designed it. So had some fun doing some 3D printing this week with him. They're probably not allowed to cheat at school, just. Um, well, I don't know. He was very expensive. Uh, excited to be the only person that was able to like be 3d printing his assignments like a lot of people were doing drawings or whatever of yeah. different things so he was pretty pumped to be able to do what's uh, it made out of how do you like make it like sure you put it in the system but then what does it actually make it out of uh so the stuff we use is called pla it's like a plastic and so it it melts that and then draws it out and then builds up the layers and it's hard once it's done like you it's quite solid but uh, yeah. So anyway, he had, he had a, we had a lot of fun doing that this week. We just finished the last print last night. One of them took like 30 hours to print, I think. So, okay. Yeah. So we did some of that and then work's been good, normal. It's the same as it always is. And, and this I'm, might be the first time you didn't say busy, but we all know what you it meant. is. 
Yeah. So I'm just not going to say it. And then uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was actually a, a lot of annoying meetings, but that that's not uncommon either. We did. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying a new. Um, I don't know what you want to call it, a supplement type thing, but it's uh, it's called Shilajit. It's like a tarry substance. It's supposed to be, I just read about it and did some research and it's supposed to be really good for your body and I'm going to try it She's out. She's legit? No, she legit. H, sorry, S-H-I-L. Shila-jit. Shila, like S-H-I-L-A. Yeah. And then Shila's jit, a J-I-T. Got it. So I'm trying that out and. What's that supposed to do? Penis enlarger, big muscles, yeah, tighter buttocks. All of the things. Yep, everything. <laughs> it does everything. It's uh, just supposed to be wow. good for your body. It's really good for aging. And I'm going to try it out. So I just started that. You're not this getting week. rid of the silver hair, though, are you? No. Are you kidding? Because you're a gorgeous fox. Look at, Look at you. Silver tipped mm-hmm. fox. I just had my hair cut. So you go, girl. That was, uh, yeah, I can that tell. was always fun. I like. Mm-hmm. And hang on. Hang you know on. What? Discord's freaking out. Okay, you're back. Hi. Oh, Welcome you were back. fine. You didn't do anything weird to me. Other than that, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was a fine week. We just hung out. We're watching Vikings right now on uh, the Valhalla Viking show on Netflix. And, uh, it's good, man. It's a good week. Living the dream. How about you? you. I love your hat. Got a pink forever exiled hat. We tried a, a new merch store, Justin and I, which we were very excited about and all the different prospects that it offered, all the had a much wider selection of things that we could make or design based on request or just whatever. Uh, But then it ended up being a massive pain in the butt to actually publish. So we didn't. But in that process, yeah, (laughs) it was in that process. I ordered a hat and uh, it's an extremely crappy quality hat. So I'm glad it's fine from far. Sure, sure. But it's very uncomfortable and I can't get it dirty. Otherwise, there's no hope in washing it because it's just made so poorly. So I'm glad we didn't go with the store back to what we used to have. And yes, for those of you on Discord that notice that we're recording, yes, I'm getting your beeps, beep, 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 oh, beep, I don't beep every time them. Discord dings. But I did have a good week. It was a pretty normal week, which was nice. Um, but it was funny because of the after dark we did with BK. Mm-hmm. And we talked lots about Top Gun. I think it was at the beginning of it, but there was like 10 minutes about movies, a lot of it around Top Gun. and. There was a story in there about Justin, who that's his favorite song on Earth, is the original Top Gun theme song. And it used to be his ringtone. And it was the most annoying thing in the world, this ringtone, because like, obviously, the song's awesome, the Top Gun theme song. But it was so annoying to call him because he would never answer because he loved the sound of his ringtone so much. He just wanted to hear it until it was done. And then you'd have to, of course, in that day, there wasn't text messaging. So you just leave a voicemail. He would like if I'm with him and someone else is calling him when his ringtone started going off, he would just hold it well above his head and and he'd start waving it around like people do lighters at a concert. Anyway, so we were talking about that and having a great time and laughing about it. I couldn't go anywhere this week just without Top Gun in my head. Because of just watching it or because of our conversation? Because of our conversation, because we probably sang the theme song more in after dark than it actually shows up in top gun maverick that i saw that week mm, yep and so like i'm going to superstore i'm going shopping around for oliver's birthday i'm going to the dollar store i'm going to walmart i'm going to home depot and all i I'll, and it's like so powerful in my head that i'm not it's not in my head it's like out loud <laughs> i'm not even humming it i'm like walking down the aisle looking at some of the spices we're short on and i'm like it's it's not even a hum i'm just like soft belting it you know what i mean so uh thanks for that i could watch the if opening i was looking scene. for friends i wouldn't have been successful that's for sure what's that i could watch the opening scene of top gun on repeat when they're on the carrier getting the the planes oh. ready to fly off i could literally watch that on repeat yeah good show i actually quite enjoyed the second one yeah, um, I did too. also my tv broke so well, how did it break the screen's just not turning on anymore. Oh, weird. Gone. Yeah, Odd. we've had problems with that TV since we got it. Didn't even last. We got it after we moved into this house, so it's not even four years old. Hmm. So it's out. Goodbye, hmm. TCL. We're going with something else. I love my TCL TVs. Yeah, you shut your face. Yours are working. So mm-hmm. anyway, remember that offer you said about um, moving TVs around for me? You were going to install a TV for me. You might have you might have had been a little bit... Um, might have had a little bit something to drink when you said yes, but I'm still taking you up on it. Uh, um, I'm going to postpone that 
just because were we supposed I might to do have that to throw a second? Well, wasn't supposed to, um, oh. but yeah, after I go to IKEA and figure out the the new furniture we're going to get to replace the broken furniture from the flood, mm-hmm. um, we're going to be doing that hopefully Sunday. Cool. And then we'll decide where the new TV is going to go and that kind of stuff. Fun. So it's not a required subject from our patrons, Justin, but I'm pretending that it is because it was quite funny. Okay. And Dai Katana in our, um, let me bring up the picture here. Dai Katana brought this up in our Discord and it was absolutely hilarious. Tons of innuendos were going around, tons of puns. It was a very funny experience. Dai does uh, a little cut from, where is this? Is this the character screen? Is this, you said it's do you a see loading the screen. I wonder if someone intentionally did this loading screen this way. Right. It looks like it's, uh, what are the sisters that you fight? Yeah, Lunaris and Solaris. I don't know which one that is, but it's where it's the sister that's facing. Her face is looking to the left and her head. There's her spear is just above her head and it's coming over her head. Well, just in front of her mouth under the spear, there's um, who sees that? (laughs) Right. So anyway, I pointed this out and there is just there's there's um, I don't really know a nice way. I can't describe it any other way once something provocative is shown to you and it's said that it's provocative you're like yeah yeah that's exactly what it is so anyway there's a ball sack <laughs> to put it lightly right in front of this lady warrior's face and um anyway die um i i know you requested that we needed to do some pros- proper research to discuss this on the podcast um i tried to do some proper research and i couldn't find anything about the what looks to be a ball sack in front of the spear lady I'm warrior's say it's face wind it's the wind of the spear although mm. if it was maybe yeah because she's pulling it backwards that's why the wind's going that maybe, way maybe maybe anyway uh, die that's that's your <laughs> proper research <laughs> basically it's just us pointing out what you saw i couldn't think of anything else that it could be so justin's got the best case scenario on that one so wind. anyway though mm-hmm. she's hot let's get into this week in poe <laughs> while we're on this subject (laughs) oh um oh that was a little early my apologies i i skipped ahead there sorry about that uh yeah but anyway so yeah that was something that die pointed out uh this week so there you go a little bit of in a loading screen uh did you did you see any of the posts ggg made this week just that they made what do you mean when you say that just like ggg's posts announcements um, patch notes you look through any of them yet I have them up. I did look through them. I looked through the patch notes. Uh, the their, um, their other ahead. stuff. No, sorry, I didn't no, look just, through. No, no, like, it's no problem. Their the, bonus stuff. There's a div card that just came out this league called Ever Changing, and you get ten orbs of unmaking. Mm-hmm. And um, it was uh, Raw Link's story. Sorry if I'm Raw Link's story. Yeah, hopefully I'm not saying your name correctly. But anyway, it was it was cool. I enjoy reading those ones. Just like how we read about Suzu's a week or two ago. That one was really neat. But Rolex seems like a really cool person. It was all about, like, what were, what were his favorite? He really liked, I think it was Synthesis and Maven. Oh, I forget what the two were, but this one was a, was a Maven focus. And uh, I liked a lot of bit about the lore where Kirek states, you know, never trusting, never trust floating women. And that's what the picture is all about. And the flavor text was, you know, referencing people that are just hopelessly addicted to the game and so the the flavor text for the ever-changing div card is actually where is it Let's see if i can read it quick the atlas is our prison and our only defense she assuming the maven is our only hope and our suit and doom and i thought that was kind of a cool little mix up people that cool. are hopelessly addicted to the game but yeah i really really like the div card and the the story was kind of about how yeah, there's certain ways to, if you wanted to farm orbs of unmaking, like if you're the type of person that does switch up your atlas, which of course a lot of people do, thus the ever-changing title of the card. But it gives you a way to get more orbs of unmaking without needing to focus on certain mechanics that give them to you more often. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it was kind of like a thoughtful way to let everybody have a good chance of stocking those up. What else? Writing all these coughs down, Just? Every one of them. <laughs> Did you see the Twitch highlights? No, I didn't watch them. They were really funny. A lot of they were so like loud and like freaking out and and really fun to oh, watch. Really fun. Or just like people getting mirrors or people oh, getting drops. their corrupted okay. roles on on like a headhunter. Um, 
somebody, I think this video was posted on our Discord, but it was somebody using like a one link to defeat Cyrus. I don't know if it was the Uber version or not. They were tanking everything. I heard Absolutely there was a post everything. about some Ben guy that beat Uber yes. something with a one link, which is crazy. Yeah, I think it was Ruthless in there. What? And so and that's Ruthless? Well, well, it wasn't Ruthless, otherwise it wouldn't have been one link. But yeah. No, I think they did on in. purpose. I think it was like a, oh, really? like a challenge for themselves. Yeah. Hmm. Which is crazy. So anyway, yeah, one link and then, you know, totems and stuff like that. But tanked the beam multiple times, just stood in there when they were doing the maze smash. And wow. yeah, so anyway, it was it was really cool, but it, it broke my heart. Like, I'm so happy for the people that get their mirrors. I just think it's absolutely crazy. You're people freaking out about getting the apothecary drop, but it, it kind of breaks my heart that the default filter doesn't use it, but also the majority <laughs> of filters. I don't know if NeverSync does it or not, or if people change it, but. It breaks my heart when people use filters that don't use the shaper voice lines. Oh, I don't use the shaper voice lines. Oh, it's so cool. Like chaos orb or mm -hmm. exalted orb. And then there's like a thing and like the mirror of Calandra one is so loud and like paragraph. Oh, no, it's not. It says mirror of Calandra. And he says ultimate, immeasurable, indestructible. Three, four sentences. That's a sentence. Yeah. That's and a it's amazing. Imagine hearing that, like when it shows up, I feel like people are missing out. I just wish it was like you, you had to change it from that. You know what I mean? And instead of like having to try and find that post from 2014 and, and then putting it in your anyway, uh, I feel like people are missing out when there's a drop and there could be that sound and, but I'm very happy for them. It's nothing against them. There was, I just a, wish it was a thing. There was a guild group actually from the forever exile guild that was all running together in 2121 and they got an apothecary drop oh cool yeah they posted it in discord it was pretty fun um also i was giving just on the the filter side i was making my animate guardian and i wanted him to have kingmaker so you get fortify and i think it's got calling as well but uh it's interesting because the uh kingmaker the only way to have kingmaker it doesn't ever drop you have to craft it it's yeah. crafted with two uniques and a, and a fusing. Um, but what I was interesting, it scared me for a minute, is the Kingmaker itself, I assume because it's not an actual drop, isn't in NeverSync's filter when you get to the stricter levels. So when I dropped it on the ground, it just wasn't there. And I was like, oh, oh my God, what did I do? And I, yeah, and so yeah, I yeah. hit halt and I was like, oh, thank God it's still there. But yeah, I thought that was interesting that the action, because you have to put them on the ground to give them to your anime garden because there's no UI, obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, anyway, it uh, freaked me out a little bit. So that's the FYI. danger when you're making filters, when you have different items or base types that are going to have certain values, you got to include a lot of the rare stuff too. And it's easy to overlook something when you're hiding and showing everything. It's, mm -hmm. it's easy to do. Yeah. What else? Uh, so yeah, community reactions and oh yeah, um, in one of the patches, I think it was a hot fix. It was specifically to add 563 more Voidborn Reliquary submissions. So they're up to like 1,800 now. I got one Mighty of the Voidborn, Voidborn Reliquary keys. Oh, where'd you get the key from? Just a random drop in Mausoleum. Okay. Yep. And, and where do you go to turn it in? It. It's, you turn in a map. It, it's a map. You put it in the map device. Hmm. And it opens up uh, six portals to go open a chest. I was going to sell it because they were selling oh, for like kind of like, like a, a really, divines. really small vault of its series, just one chest. Yeah. Like they've okay. had reliquary keys that were like that before too. This, the, the zone you go to is a little bit different, but um, yeah, I got a, I got a, a terrible helmet, like a one C starter helmet. I can't remember what it was. And so I'm making have, this um, person feel really bad. Just no, they don't pick the, they just pick the wording, right? It's, it's a, it's a random unique. So if, if somebody picks like a, a specific type of helmet, it could be any of the uniques that could be that helmet, right? They don't pick the specific mm. unique that it is. They just pick the base type that it could be. Uh, so okay. I just happened to get one of the uniques that was, I don't remember what the story or what the writing was, but it wasn't, it was nothing that was worth any value. And I just wanted to go to the area and see it. Cause I could have sold it, like I said, for like one and a half, two divines. If people were buying the keys for, but I'm like, I'm going to go see what I get, what unique I get. So, but I use my dump tab. So when I'm playing the game, I just throw all my stuff into this one tab besides the stuff that's automatically sorted. And I just have that priced at 50 C just because who knows if I throw a jewel in there, I'll sort them out later, but maybe it'll sell. Someone bought this helmet for 50 C that I had just thrown in there. And I was like, why are you, why are you paying 50 
chaos for this. And they were just collecting the different colors because they are, they're all, it's random mm. what foil color you get. Thought that was weird, but thank you for the 50 chaos. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Collecting. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah, I, I love that addition. I hope it stays somehow without it being too... They'll have to stay. Well, those things do, but to add that again, like how do you... Oh, how something do you have like that? it? And then yeah. it's all, you know, without diluting the value yeah, of it you know what i mean because once you get a certain amount it's, it's nuts mm-hmm. i guess it's the same problem with div cards because you don't want a thousand div cards dropping every map right mm-hmm. yeah hmm. well how about uh did you play did you care about the patch notes or no that was it that was the only thing i cared about mm. there was some other stuff good fixes sweet sweet yeah i like that they're fixing the stacks a little bit at least from the elder cultures so that they if they were going to drop additional currency they're now collated into a single combined stack instead of multiple or uh, multiple individuals although baby steps just baby steps it's like the (laughs) the smallest ever it's at least something i get it i get it baby steps to the bus baby steps to the bill what's what's that what about bob yeah it's so that beginning Mm -hmm. nothing like baby steps yeah so you know they're slowly moving their way great awesome Mm-hmm. They're on their way with SO. Yeah. So, uh, what was your POE week like? Why don't you tell me about yours? I got a long way to go. Oh, do you want me to just like I, you got you, a lot to talk well, about? Why don't I do mine real quick? Well, I did a suggestion. You want to hear my suggestion before you get yeah. into yours? Because mm-hmm. mine's all was all about theory crafting. I had a fantastic week, but it was like theory crafting, brainstorming, trying ideas out. My wife was in like a Sims mode. So I was console lonely and like theory crafting on POE planner. But I did do a, a suggestion. I have a long list of suggestions. Yes, you do. And feedback and bugs that I want to report. But I don't want to like have like, I don't know. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> so I have in my task list, I just do one a day. So the one that I did this week was uh, a drop down menu of the chat commands for controller support or console. Give me an example of a chat command that you're referring to. Like slash passives, slash deaths. Um, that's as far as I know, that's nowhere in the game. People don't know that that's even an option. And that's not something that, especially from a a console world, if you're not a PC player, chat commands aren't something that these games have. Like, sure, their PC variants might, but if you've never played or bothered with PC, like it's just, and it's something to consider when you start making console games, right? And so for there to be nothing like that in the game, but for it to exist, isn't helpful to people that are just using controller support or aren't familiar with the PC only style. So I came up with a suggestion of having something like a drop down menu, at least like, like a quick option to see what at least is available. And then you can do it quick because especially like controller support, it's not as bad because you still type with the keyboard, but on console you hit, okay, it's time to chat with my buddy or, Hey, let's type in slash passives. And it takes you 10 minutes because you're using that Xbox or Sony digital keyboard that shows up on the screen and you're using your analog stick and you're going slash all the way over to P all the way over to a, you know what I mean? So it's, I figured a drop down list of some of these chat commands would be nice. That was my suggestion this week. It would be nice to, in conjunction to something alternative to that, to make it so that you can just use keyboard and mouse and controller. That would interchangeably. be nice. Hands down, it would be nice. I probably wouldn't use, uh, I wouldn't have a keyboard plugged into my Xbox, but I know a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be really cool. But yeah, even knowing which ones they are without having to have the wiki up on beside you all the time. Yep. Anyway, yeah, why don't you tell me about your week? Because then I can get into all my theory crafting stuff and uh, bombard the rest of the episode. I ended up getting Josh's gear for his Poison SRS character. So then I upgraded it and switched some stuff around. So I've been playing that a bit. Stop wiggling around, you monkey. I need to oil my chair. That's why I'm trying not to talk while I'm moving because it wasn't in a, my chair wasn't in a comfortable spot. So now that I'm finally finished talking now, I'm like, now you're good. Awesome. All right. Uh, So go ahead, Uh, Josh SRS. What do you think of SRS? It's been a bit. Uh, it has been a little bit. Uh, SRS is fine. I mean, when you set it up fine, it's really easy to maintain the 20 SRS. The poison version is fine. Uh, I did do a number of Uber bosses, which I wasn't able to do with my totem guy. The totem character that I made is way more fun to map with. It's quite a bit faster. Stuff tends to die a little bit faster. But the poison SRS is, it's good. Like, it's quite tanky. 
it's uh yeah i did i i switched up my atlas a bit started farming some ubers because i hadn't tried them before so i wanted to try i did uber eater uber searing exarch and i don't think i've tried uber um shaper yet i can't remember but so i'm gonna work my way through doing the uber bosses just for fun because i want to try them Good out. for you and all with the srs build yeah my totem guy i really like but if there's too many like i could do i could probably do shaper fine there's too many fights like eater just doesn't work because he does the beam section where my totems have nothing to hit so i'm just dead i have there's no regen there's nothing so i can't do eater without uh with that character uh and searing i just decided to do srs because i was already playing them i've been playing the sanctums a lot too which has been fun uh, with the poison SRS, it's pretty easy, but so is the totems. Like both of those two styles of play work really well in Sanctum, and that's mostly it. Like I basically just played in maps and did some Uber bosses just to try them out. And I might probably chill a little bit this week leading up to the private league, just because I, uh, I this Burn is going fear? to be yeah, and it's going to be a busy week anyway. So I don't want to be forcing myself to play. I we talked about this I think in After Dark or maybe last episode, but. I had tried reap on the the jug and I didn't like it and I should have stopped sooner when I wasn't enjoying it instead of trying to force it. And right now right. when I get on, I do feel a little bit like I'm just forcing myself to play. Yeah. And so I don't want to, I don't want to keep doing that and burn myself out because I do still really enjoy the league. So I just need to do it less often so that it's enjoyable when I get on. And, but yeah, it's been a fun week. It was really fun to do some content that I hadn't tried before that I hadn't been able to do before. And that I actually didn't think I would be able to do. Like I have, a, a an idea in my head that I want to try and actually beat Maven by myself this week. I haven't done it before mm, because okay. I hate that fight, but I have a bunch of the Maven writs, so I'm going to give it a shot this Good week. I don't think I'll do Uber, but I will try and at least beat the normal, the normal version of her. Well, yeah. It, yeah. Baby steps, just baby yeah. steps. You can't put all your stacks in uh, in one big stack in your first 10 years of existence. You gotta, gotta pace yep. it out. So hey. it was fun. I have so much currency, so I've just been spending currency where I can on upgrading stuff. I think I'm kind of at the peak of where I can get this SRS character now. So, okay. yeah. It's, well, I guess uh, you, you, you inherited a bunch of epic equipment anyway, so he there had really good stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I bought a um, amulet that was, I think, maybe 30 divines. But I also, like the very first time I did the Uber Siri Nexarch, it dropped one of the Forbidden Flesh Jewels that sold for 35 Divines. So I just got really lucky in that sense. But uh, yeah, he already had quite a bit of good stuff. So I've just been spending all this extra currency I have on on upgrading the rest of it. But in general, it's actually been a really fun week. Like I'm enjoying Sanctum. I still have a weird problem with how you play Sanctum in the sense that I, I just... You can't just go on to Path of Exile and play the new league content. Uh, you know, it's not like Delve where I could just go in and go Delve or Heist where I could just go and spend time in Heist. Sanctum is like eight maps. you do the eight, then you got to go back to mapping. And it's not fun to break every single map up by going into the Sanctum and actually running it. So I'm building up the eight charges or saved rooms or whatever and then running it. So I, I do find there's this weird, I can't put my finger on what the word for it would be, but I do find that a little bit annoying. If I feel like logging in for that day to play and I'm in a sanctum mood, that's not a thing. You can't, you can't, you still have to map. You still have to go through the process of all the rest of it to actually enjoy the sanctum, which I do understand was, is the case with things like Delve and Heist. It's just that with Heist or with Delve, you can map for a while and you have built up this massive amount of whatever the currency is to go and now heist. In fact, in heist, you didn't have to leave. You could heist right. all day because as long as you're completing the contracts, you're getting stuff back to continue in there. So I don't know. There's just something about Sanctum that I really love the Sanctum, but you can't just log on and play Sanctum, which is a bit odd for the well, league mechanic. I guess it's kind of like a, a few of them, though. You couldn't just log on and do Scourge. You couldn't just log on and do Harvest. Um, what was I the one so. Sentinel Sentinel was a part of the core experience. There was no going anywhere. It was just, you but got that's what this. I mean. Sanctum's yeah. not that Sanctum's not yeah. like a part of the mapping experience. It's a totally yeah. separate thing. So I don't know. I, I am still really having a good time, but I have found myself going like, should I just buy like 40 strands at a time and then just 
whip through and not kill everything and just quickly grab the sanctum? Like, is that the method that I should be using to, to play more sanctum, which then is obviously a huge waste. So I don't know. It's uh, it's been fun though. I've been really enjoying it. And, um, I, I still think the game's in such a great spot right now. Agreed. So. I've been speaking with a few people that haven't picked it up yet because they're they primarily play other games. Um, and I just keep saying like the core game outside of the league because no qualms to, against the league for me. It's just not my thing. Um, but I keep saying the core experience is the best that it's been in forever. So um, I doubt they're going to make it worse with the next change, but you never know. Everybody's different in terms of their preferences and what they like about the game. So I keep encouraging them like get a taste, get a taste today just in case. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How's your week? I'm glad you're you're enjoying your experience and you're tackling content. Like you're an extremely good player. So for you to have content that you haven't done, um, I learned this league that you hadn't done some of that content, and so I'm glad that you're actually able to tackle it and on your own too, which is nice. So good for you. And it wasn't uh, wasn't part of the notes, so I didn't write down who it was. But my apologies. Maybe maybe Joey. Uh, I'm getting it mixed up. Sorry. Um, they had a good hint as to how the puzzle piece works, right? It, it only goes oh, a certain yeah. direction. Which I, still doesn't make sense to me. Like that it can't ever go from... So there's up, left, right. That's why I'm going to describe it, right? How many, color, how many, how many things three are there? Three quadrants. There's, there's three. only three? Okay. So there's up, the top, then there's left and right. Mm-hmm. And what, it, what they were saying was when it goes to the right, it can't go to the left. It has to either go up or... St- it didn't i never go to the left it can always go up or to the right right so if it flashes on the right it can't uh, hmm. i gotta watch a video on it it because yeah it again it confused me and i was like but what i because they were i think they also said that it can't go to the same side twice but i could have sworn i've seen it go to the same side twice before so but honestly i don't know what's happening in that fight like to try and watch besides when you have to only do three three i can handle once they throw in six, I was, lo- I was actually having a good time reading the discords where people were talking about their different methods. And I was like, I'm confused reading your method. That's how bad it's going to be for me. It doesn't make sense. They're talking yeah. about shapes and like quadrants. And I'm going, no, I love the Simon, Simon eyes or Simon game. I, my kids have it. I love playing that where it's like red, blue, green. And you, you have to like combos mm-hmm. go up to like 15 that I can do that. But for some reason, the Maven game, I, there's just well, I don't want there's to. other things you have to worry about. You're right. in a completely different mindset. Nobody plays yeah. this game if they're in the mood for divinity. Yeah. If they got rid of that part, the the fight's fun. I like the idea of like having to move to the outside. I don't even mind the lasers that move. I don't like the debuff it puts on you, but I don't mind this idea of these lasers that move and you got to move your way or as you're fighting. I'm fine with that. But I just can't stand the freaking memory game in the midst of all the nonsense when i was talking to suzu wait while they you were have to streaming. do the memory game while that stuff's going on yes in the second part I'm I'm i was out. talking to suzu while they were streaming and they were saying the there's a timer that the memory game will happen every minute every 60 seconds so you have to do enough damage to try and move the maven through the phase fast enough so that you don't hit that timer which again i don't like because maybe you're a tanky build that's just going to take longer to kill something that memory game is killer it will just you're dead i guess there are some builds that can somehow regen through it but 99.9 percent of builds if the memory game's failed you're done that's not fun i just mm. i don't like that so same z's j dog we'll see how it goes maybe these poison srs do enough damage that i can push it i mean the damage is really high i think i have like 48 or 49 million dps on pov but 20 million that's a lot Chaos damage is not like, bang, all the damage happens. You know what I mean? Like poison damage. Well, that's not what SRS is. But when SRS only has one target, it is like one big hit. Yeah. It is it's nice. So far, it's, it's, it's so been fun. fun with single target damage. Yeah. Just not groups. Uh, sorry. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my dog has got to go outside, but I also need to go outside for a pee. So just a moment. Okay. All right. So tell me about your week. There's nothing Fine. else about the Maven? No, P-O-E. we're good. Yeah, we're good. It's fine. I didn't Maybe mean to interrupt. Done. No, it's fine. How's your week? Playing Just put my phone back on D&D while I waited for you. Good um, job. So, uh, like I said, lots of theory crafting for me. And uh, it was a lot of fun. But so here's the thing. I had, I was talking about my build. I think it was an After Dark. And I was saying that I was 
if he was the main episode, man, we can never remember. Hey, it's all like one big episode for us. That's all anyway, the same. We had BK on last week. And so I'm talking about my build and I'm actually really liking my build. I'm surviving in, I think, in a lot more situations that maybe would be a lot more stressful. I'm still getting, I'm still dying every now and then. I'm still, there's the occasional one shot, but I don't have my Atlas set up for success. <laughs> I don't have it set up for rewards. I have my Atlas set up for fun per hour. And my two favorite mechanics together are, is it Ambush? It's the ones with Rogue Exiles yeah. and Torment. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I like to, and I've said this a few times on the podcast, but just in case somebody's new here, the reason that I like it is there's that one node. Let me bring it up here quick. Right. So there's that one node called Exiled Will, and it says rogue exiles in your maps are possessed by a tormented spirit. And so to me, there's that mandatory itch inside me that's like, well, now I have, I, like, if I'm fully investing into rogue exiles, which just let me double check. Oh, no, it's called Rogue Exiles. Eh, oh, no, whatever. Anyway, if I'm fully investing into Rogue Exiles because of that node, I also have to fully invest into Torment. Now, I do like Torment, but it can be really harsh. And it's one of those mods that I hate or style of mods that I hate. It's just like Essence and it's just like what, what, what did we just have that, I, that we both didn't like? Arch Nemesis, where it says something and it gives you absolutely no information as to what that is. So, for example, it's like, you know, there's like Warlord's Grip or, I don't know, Rogue's don't Grip or Blasphemer's Grip or whatever it is, right? And so there's, I don't know, like 20 or 30 of them. So, anyway, um, BK and, and one of her friends were very kind. So after the episode, I was talking about it and she encouraged me. She's like, you know what? There's probably just one thing that's kind of one-shotting you. It's probably not a build weakness per se. It's just like a small tweak you need to make to be able to do it. And anyway, she was very encouraging to me last week. Help. Well, that's what I'm. Yes. Oh, she wrote his name down. I missed the name. Well, they wrote to her. And so I saw the name. It's X-A-Y-A-Z-I. Thank you to both of you, because it was actually it did seem like it was something. So because I do torment, one of the many torment nodes is called Blasphemer's Grip. And where do I have that here? And they help. And so BK and her friend told me about Blasphemer's Grip, and it taught, and that gives them punishment as a curse. But I'm always using, what's it called? Um, petrified Blood. Petrified Blood. And I'm all, I always, I'm the kind of person where I have to maximize that amount. I have to reserve that 50 to 51% to make sure that I'm like, that's, that's, to me, that's free space, right? That's free space. And uh, the reason that I use it up instead of, you know, having that extra space for my life last to use up instead of only reserving 10% is because I'm the kind of player where I use the life bar above my character. I'm not using the one that's in the top left. Well, for me, it's in the top left because I use controller support. And so I'm using the bar that's above my character. And I don't want I, I like that when. OK. <laughs> the life bar above the character, when there's a reservation, it's just this like this solid bar that shows right. you what you're reserving. And so that's what I use. It's that black bar, that solid bar where I'm like, okay, that's where my life needs to be. Otherwise I'm hitting my life flask, which makes sense, right? Pretending that it's full. But if I only have 10% reserved, well, my life is always going to go down no matter the skill that I'm using, because all your skills reserve or also cost life until you're at low life when you're using petrified blood. And so I see my life going down, but it's probably because I'm not taking damage. And then I hit the life flask anyway. And then all of a sudden when I'm in trouble, I don't have life flasks available to me anymore because of the trick that my brain plays. So I always have to reserve that 50% life that's not being protected, which means I'm always on low life, which means anytime somebody has blasphemer's grip, they're doing 30 to 50% more damage against me right that off the bat. That was really bat. cool how they explained that, like right, BK yeah. and Sazzy, because I, I didn't know that either. That, and that totally yeah. makes sense. Would it, never have thought about it. Right. And so all I needed, I mean, it's not a small thing, but is curse immunity or the ability to... So and you can throw that on a flask. I could get 80% curse, um, reduced curse effectiveness against me from the Guardian if I was to switch mm -hmm. my ascendancy. So... There's, there was a bunch of options I was going through, and it was really kind of BK and her friend, my apologies for not knowing how to pronounce your name, but to help me out and just to point that out. But then it got me thinking about like all the other options I have. I'm like, oh, okay, but I could just be the Guardian, and, and, and then that, that's fixed. Okay, well, then how can I make this build of the Guardian instead of the Elementalist, and what can I do? 
Then I started looking at the champion. And then I started looking at the Scion. And then I started looking at a whole bunch of other options. The, the, the jug. But now I can't do the jug because everybody does the jug. And I hate doing the thing that everybody else is doing. So anyway, so it was a lot of fun to go through all of that. And it kind of started s- snowballing with, the, uh, with BK and her friend helping me out there. And so anyway, so I'm going through and I'm theory crafting. And did you know that this is how armor works? Because I'm looking through and I'm like, okay, so the Guardian has the prospect. So I'm thinking all Reaper builds, right? This is all me revolving around Reaper now. It's turning into my new zombies, I think. And I'm going through and I'm like, all right, well, I have, what do I have? Let me quickly bring it up here. My current build has 192% armor. Okay. And that's the Elementalist. And then I have you know, the stone golem determination. I'm at 90% physical damage reduction without any gear on. That's, that's really easy, right? But then I go over to the champion and I have 193% armor, but then 184 times two, because I have evasion and armor that are also counting towards armor. So I don't know, that's like whatever it is. What's 190, what's 84 times two plus 193, that number, right? So that's a lot more. And but it would be with the same skill, same everything, just the different tree. So then I'd definitely be over 90. What else do I have? The Guardian would give me 300% increased armor right on the dot, which is always nice. I like those nice round numbers. But then I also get that flat amount from Radiant Faith, where I get armor equal to 100%, 160% of my reserved life. And because I'm reserving 50, 51% of my life, that's around 4,000 armor, which is pretty fantastic. And then, of course, there's the Scion, where I have 250% armor, and then I'm the Jug and the Pathfinder. So I'm going through all these different things, and there's a lot of really neat options to do. And the one thing that's holding me back from actually making any final choices, with the exception of just enjoying theory crafting for what theory crafting is, is I haven't decided on my, on my auras yet. And so, like, maybe I can do, like, that's a lot of armor, that's a lot of this, maybe I don't need determination, right? You know, I mean, that would be for me, it would be nice for the Reaper to have determination too. So anyway, I start looking up and I'm like, okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to do this. I got to go pick up the kids. 300% armor based on this. Like, what's the easy math for armor, right? What's the damage mitigation? And I look up and I'm like, I don't know how I didn't know this before. I assume it's always been like this, but I didn't realize. And this now it's starting to sound familiar. So maybe I knew it and then forgot, but physical damage reduction isn't flat. Like, this is your reduction, like elemental reduction is. Correct. And I must have forgotten it because there's something in my heart right now that's saying, no, that sounds a little familiar. So it's, it's, I don't even know, like, it's a multiplicative type of math. To prevent one third of damage, 33% of damage, your armor needs to be two and a half times the damage. So you need 250 armor. If you're taking 100 damage, you need 250 armor. And that is like, 30 that's what mitigating 33 percent assuming that the 100 damage is 33 percent of how much damage you took right so if you want to prevent 90 percent of your damage you need 45 times the amount of damage that's being dealt to you so if you want to prevent 90 percent of 100 damage coming towards you you need 4,500 armor so i'm looking at those numbers and i'm like what's the point the whole point is to be tanky the whole point is to be tanky against a boss. Yeah. Armor right? is amazing for little hits. Amazing. But for sure. big hits, it doesn't do anything. Right. So what, how do you, like, what am I supposed to do? So like, is it worth going from 190% armor on one build to 300% on another? Like, is it actually going to make a difference? On the little Gosh. stuff. <laughs> right. But I care about the bosses. So well, now so it's then, like, is determination worth it? If I'm capped at 90%, According to the complete, what I've now discovered is a completely pointless character screen for damage mitigation, right? For physical damage mitigation. If I can be capped without determination, if that bonus that determination provides me is pretty pointless against a hard hitting physical boss, like it, it, like it kind of, I don't know, like maybe I need just to get into like less damage, like in feeble and get into less damage, like Arctic armor when I'm stationary or something like it's. I know it was really discouraging because that's not something that I can do on my own. That's not math I can do. I have no concept as to how much damage. The game doesn't tell you how much damage a boss does and what my mitigation is going to be against it. So I have no clue the value of what my investment's going to be. 
And I know that this conversation makes a lot more sense to, or it resonates a lot more with newer players than it would for experienced players. But this is a new thing for me. And I was, I don't know, I guess I'm really frustrated because how am I supposed to know the value of my investment? And so it makes making an actual decision for fun, especially for someone that can't play eight hours a day. Like, I, I don't have time to try these four builds out. And because I don't have time to try these four builds out, it means I don't have time to play nonstop usually, which means it's not like I have the currency because I can't play that often to respec a whole bunch of builds to try it out. So I have no guidance from the game as to what I should be doing based on the type of character I'm going for. Anyway, you were looking something up. Was it something related? Well, I was just going to say a lot of times when you are focused on armor, it's why you'll see a lot of people also do things where it's um, damage is converted to an elemental type because then your elemental damage is having a bigger effect on counteracting the incoming damage that you're taking. Sure, but that's a jug thing. And there's like a billion other ascendancies. Well, you're right. There is just the jug part, but there's also a lot of other ones. Like, but again, it's not stuff you're just getting for free on the tree. Like, you can get tempered by war, which is going to be 50% of all your cold and lightning is then taken as fire. And then you've got stuff in the jug that's already converting some of the physical to elemental. So, yeah, you're right. It is definitely focused on that. But you also have like the curvaceous um, craft on your chest piece where. You, Physical damage can be taken as, I think, cold and lightning. So there are different things that you can do. But yeah, armor, as amazing as it is, is really good for like mapping and, and smaller hits. But against big boss attacks, armor is pretty... Mm, yeah, it's so it doesn't have a huge effect. And I'm sure it has some value. Like I see people posting and they have like 400,000 armor. And I'm like... At a certain point, it doesn't do anything though. I don't know. Like at some point, I'm sure it does strongly mitigate a boss. I mean, that's got to compared to what a boss does. But because the game doesn't show damage, doesn't tell you anything. It's like I it was just a really discouraging thing to spend so much time making four or five builds, asking myself all these questions and then realizing that 90 percent physical damage mitigation in the game means absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was too bad. Um. Now, another thing that I discovered this week, and this was also in tune, so uh, almost everybody that I see playing the Reaper focuses on bleed, right? right? Now, let me quickly bring up my, I apologies, I brought up all my links ahead of time, but I forgot this one, uh, melee physical. Okay, so melee physical gives more melee physical damage, less attack speed, but it does supported skills deal more damage with bleeding, so 30 to 49% more bleeding with bleed and poison caused by melee hits, okay? So, I mean, that sounds like an absolutely perfect combination for the Reaper because most people that are playing the Reaper are doing the whole bleed thing. They're adding the bow in there with, what is it, ensnare, so that it's like enemies are always considered to be moving even if they're stationary, so that they, they always take more damage as well. But And when you put melee physical on the Reaper, it shows up on the reaper icon it shows up in that tag so it's like yes it's being applied but one thing that i discovered and i think i've mentioned this in previous episodes and i i try to do all my planning in poe planner instead of path of building because i don't want to get distracted by the damage i want to build the way that i want the build to work and then sometimes i'll bring it into poe or path of building to see what that damage is, or maybe I'm not sure which damage, which supports I should do if I'm focusing on damage. So I'll bring it in for that sometimes too. But compared to the game, I actually trust PoE Planner more than I trust the Path of Exile game. And this would be an example. I don't know if PoE, P, uh, sorry, Path of Building is correct, but I'm assuming that it is. Melee physical support doesn't work on three out of the five skills that the Reaper uses. Mm. Makes sense. So the the Reaper has a default attack in Path of Building. Well, technically it has six, but one of them's just the consume. It it eats a minion, and so that's not actually an attack. So it has five attacks. There's the default attack. There's the ultimate attack. There's the ultimate slash. There's the whirl, and there's the combo slash. Right. The melee physical in POB only works on the default and the ultimate. It doesn't work on the ultimate slash, the whirl. Or the, or the combo slash. Now, those all look like melee skills, so I maybe it's a path of building bug, but it it if it's not, 
melee physical doesn't work out of three out of the five skills that it uses, and you can only control which it uses once, right? Only the ultimate slash, I think it's the ultimate slash, where you hit the button and it goes diving, and then you can't use it again for four seconds or six seconds or whatever it is. I think it's four seconds. So anyway, now, so, but then now there's like outside of that one skill that you can use once every four seconds, there's only one other skill that the Reaper can choose to use that benefits from melee physical, which is crazy because none of them are the ones that really inflict the massive bleed. So I don't know if that's something that the community is missing or if that's an error in the game or if that's an error with path of building, but it's something that I noticed. So I don't know if I should be putting melee physical in my build, even though everybody else seems to do it. Nonetheless, it's been an amazing theory crafting week, Justin. Did you play? Uh, well, because our TV broke upstairs, um, a lot of my spare time was doing some research on new TVs, seeing which ones are good, which ones are good for black content. I've been having a really, I've been really disappointed with the TV that broke. Its black content really sucks. I couldn't get a good picture on Pat Poe with it at all. Um, PoE just is extra dark on console for some reason than any other game I play. I don't know what it is, but because there's no in-game brightness setting for PoE, I have to revolve my TV's color settings around the game. Makes everything else look like garbage. But it's it's so a lot of it was theory crafting. My wife was on the computer, so I couldn't use you know Path of Building to fine tune any of my PoE planner stuff. But I did play on console a little bit just to try out some of the ideas if I had a character that was moderately set up for that respec that I could try something out. But I've been having a crazy fun time thinking about the different pros and cons of having almost the same tree for the Reaper. But do I use Elementalist and have that bonus from what is it called? Bastion of Elements? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Bastion of Elements where you get the Primal Aegis. Uh, I mean, I'm getting 2200 bonus, basically energy shield for elemental damage, which is awesome. And then I can have my Reaper at full strength because I don't have to have summon phantasms. It's just consuming golems instead. So then there's there's that option. Then there's the champion, which just gives like I don't have to focus on accuracy at all. I'm taunting, so it improves the survivability of my minions yet again. Yes, they would have to use Summon Phantasm. Basically, to me, anything that's not an Elementalist has to use Summon Phantasms with the Reaper, just to guarantee that it has the consuming option. But then there's, of course, just the free armor, the insane amounts of armor percentage, the extra fortification. The Guardian, I mean, you get all that extra movement speed, a lot of bonus minion damage for sure. You get the flat armor as well that is really nice for everybody. And then the Scion, the Scion's just so... Oh, Justin, so sexy, especially because I'm thinking about using, um, I haven't decided which yet, but I definitely want spiritual aid to be a part of it. So I want to do something while my Reaper's running around as well. So having the Juggernaut with a thousand accuracy, I can't be chilled or stunned, extra endurance charges, right? I'll get, I mean, with this tree, I'd put on five endurance charges, but I'd get an endurance charge when I get hit. Pathfinder, I love this one. It's like everything I want from the Pathfinder Ascendancy is in the Scion. 10% increased movement speed when using a flask. 10% attack speed when using a flask. Flasks gain three charges every three seconds. That's so huge. That's so huge in the middle of combat. 15% dying. I feel like I should leave that one in. Oh, sorry, man. That one surprised me. Go ahead, try and figure out where to start that one over from. <laughs> 15% chance for flasks to not be consumed when you use them and recover 4% of life when you use a flask. Mm -hmm. All those sound fa absolutely fantastic. When, especially when I'm thinking about the prospect of my life pool with petrified blood, just love all of that, right? 4% of my life would be based on my total life, not based off of my reserved or available life. So... Anyway, so then there's, then I'm like mulling around, okay, well, do I want to use bone rings, right, to cap my reaper, or do I want to use elemental, what's it called, purity of elements to cap mm -hmm. my reaper instead? Sounds, sounds awesome. Do I want that 80% basically curse resistance from the guardian, right, coming from what BK and her friend pointed out about the curse immunity from Blasphemer's Grip? I just like it's just ah because normally my flasks are about like I use the ruby sapphire and topaz flask to trigger when I'm burning chilled or shocked and then it gives me that reduction 
uh, a damage reduction as well, which I really like. And that kind of replaces purity of elements. But then, you know, then I would have to use bone rings for my Reaper. Anyway, that was a big ramble session of I had a fantastic week. I it's did a calculation a for you. Oh, about what? About what? I love math. For your, for your armor. Yes. So let's say I'm going to use Minotaur because I know it's a physical fight. Okay. okay. So you're fighting Minotaur for you. So he's got a slam, right? One of his attacks is a big slam. Yeah. There's a lot of, lot of, it's all physical damage, actually, that attack. That's nice. For you to be able to mitigate 90%, because that's the one thing that's always confusing with Path of Exiles. If you look at the defense and it shows you your percent, you see 90% mitigation is yeah. what's reduced. You would assume that that's not based on an additional calculation, but just 90% of the damage. Yeah, that's how normal but, communication works, right? Right. That's not how it works in Path of Exiles. No, of course For not. you to truly mitigate 90% of that physical slam, you need 334,000 armor. And that's without any modifiers on the map, right? That's just running the white map of Minotaur with no modifiers yeah. that affect the boss. Okay, so can you, can you, is, do you have the math there? Did you type I in the equation? Right you so tell me what can you, want. you type in 50% reduction? Uh, so 50% like reduction, yep. So that is not that bad. That's only 37,000 armor wait 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 Thirty-seven thousand to 300 and something thousand and what was 90 000. yeah so thirty-seven thousand, no, right so thirty-seven thousand will 50. reduce 50 percent three hundred and thirty-four thousand will reduce 90 percent bastards <laughs> but again that's also assuming no other modifiers because a lot of times oh, the maps yeah. roll physical damage as this add a physical percentage of this the and boss has more damage blah 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 <sighs> but that's just straight up the white version of the map so there you go well not to be <laughs> racist but white sounds like the way to go well yes some of those modifiers are awful yeah that you could add to some of those bosses some of them are brutal and but now is, if i'm shocked by those stupid shock things that really slow me down i'm taking more damage too right right yep <sighs> stupid game <laughs> so okay but thirty-seven thousand. okay Okay, like that's 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 like the I guess that's the multiplicative aspect of the. Did you do that math on your own, or did you get a help with the equation? No, I did the math on my own. Hmm. I don't know if you're smart enough for that. Here's the damage that the boss does. Here's the multiplier for a slam, and then here's the multiplier for how much armor you need. Pretty simple. No, there's nothing else. You say hard instead of difficult, so I don't know if I can trust you. I'm pretty um, confident, so. Yeah, that's also a red flag. Okay, so 37,000 for 50%. Well, at least it gives me a ballpark. Like, obviously, I'd prefer more than 50%, but I wouldn't have to, like, marry myself to the game to hit 50%. No, I don't think it's... Yep. I think it, the confusing part is the fact that most of the time in a lot of your builds, you'll get up to a number and you'll go, oh, I'm at 75 or 80% physical reduction, and there, there's nothing else that tells you that that's not true. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Okay. That, that 90% actually doesn't mean anything. That 90% no, means it doesn't. it's it's actually irrelevant. It doesn't help you with any it doesn't tell understanding you which of what it's doing referencing. to physical. Right. And, and up to how much damage. Yeah, sure. It might be 90% reduction, but it's 90% reduction up to like an attack that's going to do 500 damage or 600 damage, which that's all the little stuff in Path of Exile. That doesn't help you at all on the big stuff. No, and it's, yeah. Okay, so... I'm looking at that number, 50% is 37, 300,000 in the 90s. Just keep going. It kind of requires then determination without some really good gear, despite well, the, the fact that I'll have the flat plus the percentage. Yeah. What was? It's quite a bit. What was I at? Like 192 plus 84 plus 84? 360%, something like that. Remember, I was talking to the champ. Mm hmm. Okay. And it's still based on whatever your flat amount is. So. Well, that helps. That's that's less discouraging than before because I would have just assumed that you know fifty thousand armor would be ten percent. I'd be like, oh, but okay. Yeah, I mean, as long as the math is kind of like leveling in Dark Souls after level forty, and it's just completely pointless. What's that called? What's the word? Diminishing returns after mm -hmm. a certain point. Okay, that gives me a nice ballpark. And then uh, I guess the only other thing I have to decide is: Do I want elemental? Nope. I keep wanting to call it elemental weakness. Purity of elements. Or do I want the flask to trigger on their own? Decisions, decisions, just decisions, decisions. So many choices. It is. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, though, because I need to make lunch for a sick daughter. Yes. And uh, we've, we've reached our peak. 
we're done. Oh, also, I should point out, I am aware now <laughs> that the vines <laughs> are only on the blue altar. I knew it when we were talking. I just got ahead of myself. And then I edited it and I was like, oh, you're an idiot. And I left it in. And I appreciate the people who nicely pointed it out. And there weren't you know, any mean you know ones. What? No mean ones this week. Yeah. They yeah. were all kind. So, yes. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am aware and I appreciate people pointing it out. And uh, I, I it actually, she, uh, I was talking to BK about it. She's like, okay, good. I can go back to being angry because she's not wrong. It is kind of too bad that it's specific to the blue side. It's a little weird that they picked to do that. But well, apparently, red side gives you more currency, but the blue side gives you the opportunity for divines. So, Hit or miss, right? You get less as you're hoping for that golden chance, or I don't know, it seems balanced. Yeah, to they're me. both fine. I, I was doing the red one quite a bit because I was doing Siri next arc. And you do get a lot of the other currencies. You just don't have that chance for the the money maker. But anyway, uh just FYI, if you listened to me last episode and thought I was right, I was wrong. Divine is only on the blue one. So don't ever See? do the red one, obviously. You can't trust someone who say. says hard instead of difficult. You can't. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, episode 130... No, 172 Forever Exiled. <laughs> I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. This is what happens when Justin has work stuff on his phone during the episode. I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days, by the way, 172. That's us. Patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in 173. Don't forget to hop on our Discord if you're not on there to get onto our private league that starts on the 27th of January. It's coming up this week. And, uh... Thanks for listening. If you look for more information, you'll find down below. We got a website, foreverxl.com, or on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord that you should be a part of. And Patreon's another way to support the podcast down below. Bye. Let's uh, let's let's talk about our ruthless builds tonight for After Dark. Figure out what we're going to play. Deal. Because it's, it's, it's this Friday, right? Mm-hmm. It's Friday. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Zombies.